Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, welcome to Creative Business Made Simple. If you're an artist, an author, a coach, a creative mind, whatever you might be, this is the show for you. This is the only platform that's going to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. And each and every single week, we talk about things here on this show specifically that is going to help you thrive and develop and build your business the way that you want it. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And welcome to today's show. Good morning there, my dear friends. I hope you're doing great today, wherever you are and whatever you're up to out there in cyberspace land. Hopefully you're out and about, you're up and ready, you're ready to rock and roll and you're having some phenomenal success this week. It has been a busy week here. The paint that I've been using is brand new and it smells <laughs> quite a lot. So I've got windows wide open at the moment. There's some digging work that's just started down the road. So if we are disturbed a little bit, I do apologize, but I was determined that this podcast was gonna go out and it was gonna go out at the right time. And, uh, and boy, oh boy, we've been having some tremendous amount of fun. As we've reviewed um, on, I think on, on our YouTube channel, at The John Morris, um, you know, we've been reviewing all sorts of different things. We've been looking at phones, we've been looking at tech, we've been looking at paint, we've been looking at turpentine, we've been looking at a wide variety of other things out there. The really cool thing is I'm now using, it's called Pablo uh, Oil Paint, and it is a massive contender to uh, Windsor and Winton um, oil paints and Windsor and Newton uh, oil paints, but it does have a little bit of an odor that's got to try and get used to. Anyway, that aside, folks, we are talking today about, uh, what are we talking about today? We are talking about marketing, we're talking about sales, we are talking about uh, all sorts of different things, uh, because it really follows on from where we were last week. So last week, we covered marketing and websites. Now, marketing, as we've talked about, is nothing more than show and tell. It is literally taking your artwork or your book or your music or whatever, putting it up there for somebody to see or listen to. And if you're really smart and you can create videos, you can put your music and create yourself your own little music video inside of your room. And again, you've something else to put it to. People have a name to a face. People tend to buy more from people that they know and that they've got a rapport with and that's actually done the legwork and they can see is genuine than they do from some nameless face that just doesn't exist. So marketing is done. We're assuming here that you've got your marketing done. You've written your, um, your spiel, as we call it. Uh, you've answered that question. Hey, have you ever wanted to, you know, um, is your life really struggling right now? Are you battling anxiety? Start with a question. Then you want to develop that question. You want to really focus in a little bit on what it is that somebody's struggling with. Why do you want to do this? Because they have to understand that you understand what their problem is. Remember, this goes right back to the very first week. They need to understand, your clients need to understand that you understand what it is they're going through and therefore you can help. And finally, obviously, how you then resolve their problem. It's exactly the same way of, of, as how Superman resolves assault, uh, the, the situation, how Batman resolves the situation, and all is right with the world. So sales, what are sales? Well, sales are really nothing more than taking money or receiving money. Essentially, you're getting some money from somebody else's account for either services rendered or for professional services acted upon. 
It is that literally that that simple. And it's it's an exchange, basically. If you provided a service for someone, then you should be compensated. And you want to make sure you have that because I know far too many really awesome creative people who want to give away their art for free. They want to give away their information for free. They buy into the lie. Oh, well, can't you just tell us? No, I can't just tell you. Yes, I'm going to make you pay um, for what it is that I uh, have learned because I've spent money on it. I've developed it. And guess what? If I don't make you pay, it means that you're sitting there pretty on all that money that you're going to earn and I haven't got a pot to piddle in. Um, and plus, you know, I kind of like eating. I kind of like, you know, being able to afford my home. I, feel, I like being able to afford to go out and about. Um, you know, so again, get comfortable with making money. If you don't believe me, go back to episode one or episode two when we talk about money matters. So sales is nothing more, now that I've got all that that way, but sales is nothing more than a strategic process by which you can essentially transact the transaction. You can activate the transaction. Okay, so when somebody comes to me and says, John, I love your artwork. I want to buy from you. I don't go, oh no, what do I do now? I've got it all in place. Okay, so if you come to me and you want to buy a book, you want to buy my artwork, you want to buy a print, you want to buy whatever. First of all, I know how much it costs. Now, I know how much it costs me to make whatever it is that I'm making, okay? If you are writing a book and it's a novel, it may take you 20,000 hours before the book is done and dusted and ready to go on the open market, right? And then you're going to sell it for something like $9.99 or whatever the amount may be. That instance is where you want to sell as many copies of that book as physically possible. Okay, or audibly possible or digitally possible. There are so many different ways nowadays to sell books. If you're a musician, it's pretty much the same. Although you're probably not going to spend 20,000 hours creating a CD um, or, or, a, or a track or an LP, whatever the heck it's called these days. You're probably going to spend more close maybe to 250, 300 hours, um, you know, in terms of making a full 10 song album, maybe a little bit longer. It depends on the obviously individual artist. And again, your aim then is to market it as well as you can, get it out there in as many people in the right target market. That is important. Again, we talked about that in the last episode, target markets um, and niches. And, you know, that is really, really key. So your artwork is exactly the same. When somebody comes to me and says, John, how much does this cost? I say it costs this. Um, if it's custom artwork, I lay out all the different sizes. I let them know what it is that they're getting for the money that they're paying me. Because if I just turn around and say, okay, well, um, it costs £250, you know, $300. Uh, okay, so to paint for me, it's $300. Doesn't sound that impressive, though, does it? But if, I, if somebody comes to me and says, how much is it going to cost me? I, I will say to them, first of all, have you got a clear photo for me to work from? Yes. Why do I ask this? Because if they haven't, there's no point in the conversation proceeding any further because I need a clear filter in order to do what I need to do. Otherwise, it doesn't make me look very professional. Secondly, I will say, including matting, framing, delivery, um, time to put it together, all hand painted, traditionally made, comes ready to hang, blah, 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 whatever, it, whatever details we've got, you know, the total cost comes to... 
and then I will list out the different sizes and the different prices. I normally list out about five different sizes. Why? Because they are the most common sizes. And if you have too many sizes, you, conf you confuse your customer. Ideally, you want to stick with an odd number between three and five. People can work through any more than that. They become overwhelmed. So stick with between three and five sizes. And then you literally say, right, Mr. Customer, Mrs. Customer, um, you know, Payment plans are available should you desire to do, 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 do. Um, and then you just build it out from there. And then you again, ask that call to action question. What's your thoughts? Don't just leave it blank because then you've no response. Okay, you've given them quote and everything and then it all just falls silent. You can't figure out why because you didn't ask the next question in the conversation, which is what's your thoughts or what do you think or how does this sound to you or whatever phraseology you want to put on that question it is basically the same what are your thoughts regarding what i've just said to you because that keeps the conversation going and then they're either going to come back and say well john you know i really like the plan i really like the idea but it's maybe a little bit too expensive then you can come back with well mr customer we have payment options we can set up a payment plan for you. So that £10,000 painting or that £2,000 painting that you were going to spend £2,000 in one go, guess what? You can spread that over three months, four months, or even five months. If it's a £250 painting and you want framing with it as well, then I can say, well, Mr. Customer, how about we do half now and then half next month when the job is completed? Oh, yes, Mr. Morris, I love that. And guess what? It's interest-free. Wow. Because if somebody's already struggling to pay, the last thing that they need, and this is where your customer service comes in, the last thing they need is for some money-grabbing capitalist to come along and add another 3% onto it, pressurizing them, saying, oh, well, what do I do? What do I do? You know, it's already costing, you know, as, as much as I can stretch to. What do I do? And he said, Mr. Customer, calm down. There's no interest on this. The amount that you see there, the amount we agree upon today is the amount you're going to pay me. That's it. End of discussion. That's a sales process that builds trust. That's a sales process that is going to blow most other sales processes out of the water. That's why people love working with me, because I build that up. I build that trust with them. And people say, oh, but John, business is all about making money. It is. But what good is it if a man inherits the world and loses his soul in the process? I couldn't sleep or live with myself at night if I lay there thinking, I've just made someone worry or be stressed or be sick. I never want that. I've experienced that in my past lives. And I definitely wouldn't ever want to inflict that onto somebody else. That's why people trust me. That's why people love to work with me. And they're willing to pay. And here's the thing. When you agree on amount, when you see that first payment come through from your customer, well, that's the, the first thing is they're, they're going to pay. You know at that point they're going to pay. They're going to follow through with everything that they say. Once that first payment is in, man, you are your home and dry. Okay? The other thing about it as well is once the job is done and dusted and they've got their artwork and everything else, now make sure you get full payment before you send out any artwork and that's the same for any product that you sell. They're going to tell their friends and they're going to say, I had this wonderful painting done by John Morris or Joe Bloggs or Sally Gibbs or, or whoever it might be. 
And they're going to say, you know what, I was struggling in pain, and he gave me an interest-free way to pay, and he took good care of me. That is going above and beyond the obvious. That is one of the keys to selling. Remember, it's a process. You've told the story in your marketing of what it is that you do, why it is that somebody would want to order from you. Now you're walking them through the sales process where their transaction is going to happen, and you're taking care of them. It is your job as a business owner to take care of your customers. Because guess what? When they know that you've taken care of them, they're going to keep coming back to you. Now, I would recommend being very, very wary. And, and um, you will get a feel as well who your ideal customers are. Like, for example, I've worked with pretty much everybody on the spectrum. I've worked from the poor of the poor and the lowest of the low to the highest of the highs and the people that are earning the big, big money and everyone in between. And I found it's usually the people in between that are the most caring, the kindest, considerate, the nicest people to work with. A lot of people down, unfortunately, scraping just to get by, well, that reflects their attitude more often than not. Not always. I don't want to stereotype anyone or, or, or be, you know, or blanket anybody, but I've just found in my experience, and they're the ones that you have to chase more. So you have to really think, okay, is it, you know, and oftentimes when you're just getting started, you're looking for any kind of money to come in because you just want to get some money in. You feel a little bit successful. But then when you've got customers that refuse to pay, that you've got to chase every single time a payment comes up, that they're paying you in 20 pound blocks for a 400 pound painting, you know, that they're paying you, you know, and, and the fact that, like I said, that they're not consistent with it. The fact they can't make up their mind, the fact they keep changing them, you know, the fact they keep changing their mind. All of these things then say to you, right, is this my ideal customer? No. I know we talked about that. That, that was going off on a bit of a tangent then, wasn't it? But the, the whole sales process is very, very simple. First of all, you want to let the customer know what it is they're going to receive from you. Secondly, you want to let them know how much it's going to cost them financially to work with you, to have your painting, to buy your book, to get your course, to do your coaching, whatever. Finally, you want to let them know, and they want to know, how they can pay you. Now, by this point, you're either going to have Stripe or PayPal set up. In our uh, website building course, we cover both of those, I believe. Both of those options. If we don't, you can certainly go and check it out. Um, on, on Google, the step-by-step -step programs that you can literally go through, and it should take maybe about 25 minutes to set up on PayPal, maybe about half an hour to set up on Stripe, and it is one of the most effective things that you do. You set it up once, you keep the links, you never, ever need to worry about setting it up again. Okay, do the work once, get paid forever. And that will work whether you're creating courses, whether or not you're building all your products. You need to know that you've got somewhere safe and secure when your money's going in, that they're not going to rob you, they're not going to steal from you, and it's not going to defunct. Okay? So be very, very careful. Again, PayPal, Stripe are the two that I would choose, or direct transfers. But for that, you often have to expose your bank details. Um, but there are now ways, obviously, of protecting yourself. So that is really the sales process. Did you also notice that it was a three-pronged approach? Same as the marketing, same as the story, same as the sales process. Remember, the, 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 the story was what it is that you do, the fact that you understand your client's problem and how they can work with you, 
the marketing was asking the question. So literally, if the sales process or if the, if the story process is them coming to you, the marketing process is you going to them and saying, this is what I do. This is how it can make your life better. And this is what you need to do to get in touch with me. Have you ever wanted a custom pet portrait, something that you could hang of your beloved fur baby? Yes. This is what you need to do. You need to DM me. You need to get in touch with me. But don't write it in a salesy way. Write it very conversationally. Again, learn, learn, learn. Learn how to communicate with people. Learn how to talk to people. Learn, learn. Basically, the secret to sales is very, very simple. You want to sell to somebody in the exact same way that you would be like, you would like to be sold to. If you wouldn't like someone come and say, buy, 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 buy from me, buy from me. Why the heck would you think that somebody else would like that? But if I come up to you and I say, are you struggling building your creative business? Your answer is yes. How do I know? Because you're listening to a podcast about it. <laughs> okay. Are you struggling building your creative process? Well, I know the answer is yes. Building a creative business. I know the answer is yes. Have you ever wanted to build a successful creative business, but I've no idea where to begin? Yes. That's why I'm listening. Well, guess what? You're not alone. So you want to reassure the person you're not alone. I understand. I'm here for you. Over the last 20 years, I have built one successful creative business after another. It's not about having a million views on Instagram or a million subscribers on Instagram or TikTok. Guess what? There are a lot of really, really successful people numerically on Instagram that can't sell a $15 t-shirt. I forget the name of the person who it was, but it was a very famous, very famous celebrity and she couldn't sell a t-shirt for $15 and she had a million plus subscribers. So it's never about that. It's about the community that you forge, how you develop a relationship with them, how you build these things in. What is it that you do? How can you help them? When you've got that figured out, then they come straight to you and say, gosh, I love your work. How can I work with you? Simple. This is what, it, this is what I do. This is what it's going to cost. This is how you pay. Take the money. And then all you need to say right at the end to give them that extra little bit of comfort is, as with all payments, I personally will verify that they've gone through just so as you know that they have gone through and they've reached us safely and securely. Done. Done and dusted. And just like that, we're done and dusted as well. Folks, I really hope you've enjoyed this Sales Influential podcast uh, on Creative Business Made Simple. It has been a blast doing this with you once again. Please do like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends because it helps our little channel grow. It also may help them in their time of struggle. Uh, we really want this channel to be something special and to really, really build and help as many creative minds as we possibly can. And again, thank you so much for listening. Um, go and check out the links in the bio as always. If you've got time, go and watch another one of the videos. If not, watch another or, or listen to another one of the videos as soon as possible. Come and check us out on YouTube. Come and check out. Basically, just spend your time with us. Come and, come and check us out. Give us your money because we're going to make sure that as much as possible that you succeed because I'm spending every single moment right now researching all of this stuff, listening to all of this stuff because the best lessons that we teach are the ones we need to learn ourselves. Why? Because we're so passionate about it. And in the words of Rumi, I never teach on anything that I haven't firsthand experienced in myself. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Take care. God bless. We'll see you same place, same time next Friday. Namaste.